You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. You're listening to America's Web Radio. And now time for the Classic Car Show with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber. Good morning and welcome to the Classic Car Show only on America's Web Radio. We're glad to have you tuned in today. We've got Steve Ronaldo and Mr. Jim Weber at the big round, little round table, big round table, smoking cigars and drinking. A no, a table, anyway. It's a table. So we got uh, them, and we've got a very special guest on. I, I'm still, uh, at my age, I'm still trying to figure this out. She's going to be talking about a museum in Washington State, and she's in Florida. Tacoma, that, Washington. In Tacoma, and that 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 is, for two tin cans and a string, that's a long stretch in my Well, it's, it's out. worth it visiting the, that museum, I can assure you. Ah, but anyway, uh, we've got Miss Ashley Bice on the telephone with us today, and uh, Ashley <laughs> is in charge of... I, I suppose advertising and uh, public relations, and you all have got an event coming up, and this is what got my attention, um, coming up the 28th of July, uh, called Cars and Cigars. So, uh, Ashley, do you, are you handling the cars or the cigars? Ashley? Happy to be with you. Thank you for having me on. Oh, you're welcome. Uh how did you get involved with LeMay? Well, um, by fate, I would say. Um, I um, had the great fortune of moving to Tacoma, Washington several years ago um, when my husband was, was relocated there through the, the military um, and was able to find my way to LeMay America's Car Museum. Um, I came from a regional arts and American history museum in um, Georgia, and so I I tease and say I came from fine art to fun art. And the, uh, really did you come from the one in Canton? No, I was in Columbus, Georgia, at the oh. Columbus Museum. Oh, okay. Yes, but I have truly um, found a, a wonderful place in America's Car Museum. It is absolutely a joy to, to go to work there every day. Wow. Well, let's, first of all, Let's talk about, David mentioned the special event coming up, Cars and Cigars. Is this a monthly or a weekly type thing, or is this just once a year? This is one of America's Automotive Trust signature events, so it happens each summer. Um, It is a fun, casual evening at America's Car Museum in Tacoma on our Anderson Plaza. It's an outdoor event with Monte Cristo cigars. We have great collector vehicles on display. This year we will uh, have um, signature appetizers from James Beard award-winning chef Tom Douglas featured from several of his restaurants in the Seattle area. There'll be spirit, wine, and beer tastings, live music. It's just a great deal of fun. Beautiful. And and is this a charitable event where you're going to raise money for a charity? Yes. All of the money raised from the trust signature events come back to support America's Automotive Trust, which is a nonprofit organization um, committed to securing America's automotive heritage. 
Um, and in doing that, there are currently four distinct entities um, within the trust. America's Car Museum is one. Um, and so all of these entities related with the trust play a unique role um, in securing America's automotive heritage. So all of the, the proceeds come back and then help support the work of um, the trust and its entities. Now, I just had a thought. Ashley ought to get with Bill Warner and Jeff Mall and get the cigars from Cuba. Yeah. And some <laughs> of the cars. That'd work well. We have had a terrific partnership with Monte Cristo. They've been a tremendous supporter um, of the museum, and it, it's a, a great evening to bring together um, unique interests in cars and cigars. It's a really fun night. Is, is this a free thing, or do the, the entrants have to pay, or visitors have to pay? Or I'm just, I'm kind of, just kind of interested. What? Yes, it's a ticketed event, so tickets are available for purchase on um, the museum website, which is just americascarmuseum.org, or they're also available for purchase um, at the door. The only um, catch, if you will, is it is a 21 and older event, and we do require valid um, identification because it is there is a tasting component. Is that uh, with 20? Spirit, wine, and beer. I guess I can't come then. Is that I'm 21 sure. physical or mental? <laughs> <laughs> Steve, Steve would be ruled out on a mental basis. <laughs> According to your driver's license. <laughs> Driver's license. What's that? Yeah, yeah. what's that? <laughs> I thought classic car people didn't have to have one. No, we don't. No. Not in this state, no. If you're 110 or older, you don't have to have a driver's license. Right. That's true. That's true. Um, AmericasCarMuseum.org. Okay, so I go there, and what am I going to find there on your... Uh, you, are, you are going to find a tremendous amount of information about the museum, um, itself, what you can anticipate when you visit, about our, uh, our collection, the exhibits that you'll see on display, and then you'll also see an event calendar that um, highlights the robust number of events that we have going on daily, weekly, and monthly at the museum. So wow. if your listeners find themselves in the Seattle area, um, they are sure to find a great activity um, to take place at the museum, um, aside from visiting the museum itself. There's so many unique events that we have going on um, that there's definitely something for everyone. Okay. How many cars are on display in the museum at one time? At any given time, we have roughly 300 cars, trucks, and motorcycles on display, and we have 12 rotating exhibits um, in our main showcase gallery we have two um it's broken into two galleries our cheney gallery and our titus will gallery and those display spaces rotate roughly every six months so currently um we have two exhibits um on active display um in that space now um one of which is tools of the trade powering the working class it's a, a great um exhibit looking at um the rugged, no-nonsense trucks and specialty vehicles um, that were that were used um, in the first half of the 20th century, and then we most recent our most recent exhibit we opened um, in May is exotics at ACM seductive supercars, and it is truly a beautiful exhibit um, that really focuses on the creme de la creme of exotic cars. So you're talking about Ferraris and Lamborghinis and stuff like that? 
Absolutely. Okay. All right. Actually, it's very near and dear to our heart here. Um, do you all at the museum give military any kind of uh, discount or anything like that? Yes, we do. We offer a daily admission discount for active duty military as well as a membership discount. Fantastic. Wonderful. And how about old people? <laughs> You're only as old as you feel, but we do offer a senior discount God, among others. 206. Feel, wait, wait a minute. Steve yes. feels like he's 206. Is that, <laughs> uh -oh. you, you pay him to come in, right? <laughs> uh, I think you push him in. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's good. Uh, you know, being from the East Coast, we don't. I am really involved in in the hobby. I don't really know a lot other than the name. Could you sort of uh, maybe give us sort of a brief history of, of, of you know the Lemay Museum and uh, I know that I know the name Lemay and their car collection and all that stuff. So how did it get to be? That's kind of a thing. I, in the East Coast, I just you know we just don't hear that well. much about this stuff. Absolutely. So this is an anniversary year for America's Car Museum. We are celebrating our fifth anniversary. The museum opened its doors in June of 2012. Um, so this is a, a, a milestone year for us. Um, in terms of the history of the museum um, and um, the name LeMay, it comes from Harold and Nancy LeMay, um, who amassed the largest privately owned collections of automobiles, which numbered in excess of 3,000 vehicles at the height of their collection um, in, in the early to mid-90s. How, how big a parking garage did they have? I would imagine it took up significant amount of space, which it certainly did, to, to house a collection of that size. Um, certainly, um, in LeMay America's Car Museum, we feature, at any given time, about a third of the vehicles that are on display come from the LeMay collection. The other vehicles that you'll see are from private donors and lenders from all over the world. So, we truly have become America's Car Museum. Um, it, it, it's a wonderful testament to um, what Harold started with his collection and wanting um, to preserve our automotive heritage, and we have certainly continued that through the museum, and now even more so through the efforts of America's Automotive Trust. So you actually have people from, collectors from Europe that put their cars on display there. That, that's amazing. We do, absolutely. And with the rotating exhibits that we have um, throughout the year in the museum, it affords enthusiasts and collectors um, the opportunity to have their vehicle on display in the museum, which is very unique. Um, you know, you wouldn't, in a traditional museum setting, see um, pieces from private collectors on, on display in an exhibition. And so... This is a, a great opportunity for um, those with collector vehicles to, to be part of what we're doing at the museum as well. Wow. What, what kind of attendance do you get, like, on a daily basis? 100 people, 200 people? or It really varies daily. Truly, um, as you would imagine, um, the Seattle area has its reputation for being a, a, a dreary, rainy place but it, it's actually a, a beautiful part of the country that draws a significant number of visitors in the summer months. So we definitely see during this time of year a spike in attendance as folks are coming out on summer vacations and road trips. They, 
um, get, they put the museum on their bucket list of places to stop. And we have seen visitors to the museum from all 50 states and 47 countries since the museum opened its doors five years ago. Ashley, how do they hear about you? Well, I'd love to say by all of the, the, the great work that the team is doing at the museum and opportunities like this, they can certainly find us online at americasparmuseum.org. Um, we have a, a presence on social media, um, certainly through the efforts of um, activities that we do, such as the, the drive home each winter um, as we drive to the North American International Auto Show, um, through our um, club auto, which has a, a national presence. Um, we've had display spaces at multiple auto shows around the country and, and large automotive gatherings. Um, like Pebble Beach and Amelia Island over the course um, uh, of many years. So there's there's several ways that folks to hear about us, but um, the museum is the largest automotive museum in North America, so that in of itself uh, affords us uh, the opportunity to, to make it to many people's bucket list. Do, do you have a research facility for somebody that's restoring something that they find out that you have or... or uh, you know, they can come and look up information about a particular card. Do you have any any kind of that stuff? We do. We have an education resource library that is available to the public by um, appointment through our education department. Um, while it might not be as robust as what you're describing, it certainly is a, a great resource for um, individuals that are looking for particular materials um, to come in and and see what we have available and use it in any research that they're doing. Um, it's definite, definitely one area that we are focusing on growing as uh, as we continue to, to mature as an organization. Actually, we're going to have to stop and take one of our, our breaks, so if you'll stay with us, we'll be back on the Classic Car Show right after this. My name is Kyle Hayes, a motorsports student at Alfred State College. Every year, Alfred State students compete in the Great Race, which is a cross-country time endurance rally for vintage vehicles. As you can imagine, it's pretty costly. I'm asking for your help. Your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry. Please visit our site at give.alfredstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. Thank you. Whether cruising the strip at a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors, and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we're back on the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. We thank you for listening. We've got Ashley Bice on the line with us this morning. And um, we want to thank Ashley for joining us. And glad that you're on the right coast instead of the left coast and you didn't have to get up 
too much earlier than normal. <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. I'm glad to start my Saturday with you all. Yeah, well, I, I, I don't know. Some days it's kind of tough to start your Saturday with Steve. Yeah. Yeah, so, but anyway, um, how, how is the museum funded? Is there is there a, a 501 or is it trusts or how, how do you handle the financial end of the museum for this? The museum itself is a nonprofit organization, so certainly um, we rely on the generous donations of many individual and corporate donors. Um, we also have a, a robust membership program and then certainly um, attendance to the museum. So there's there's multiple ways in which the museum receives funding. And um, last last June, um, America's Automotive Trust was formed, which you mentioned, which um, has um, the mission of securing America's automotive heritage and supporting like-minded um, organizations in doing that. And so um, underneath the umbrella of the trust is America's Car Museum. And so um, through events like we talked about earlier in the show, Cars and Cigars, um, it is one of the um, signature fundraising events for um, America's Automotive Trust in the year with proceeds going back to the trust to support um, the trust and its entity. Because uh, that, that's one of our concerns is the heritage of these museums and the fact that uh, they're going to be ongoing because they are so historical. And then also our other uh, consideration that uh, is kind of a pet of ours is getting the youth in because this hobby has become a hobby that's turning into a bunch of blue hairs. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> oh, poor Steve over here. He's uh, he's having a senior moment. But uh, how 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 do you do things with the children? Do you have any education programs or invite schools in? Yes, absolutely. So America's Car Museum has a, a terrific education program that offers programming um, for um, youth. To, to seniors. We have um, great programs for school-age students, adult programming, youth and family programming, and really community programming, everything in between. So um, we have um, monthly programs at the museum, one of which is our If Cars Could Talk program, which is an adult brown bag lunch series where um, Good. individuals can come in and listen to um, a a discussion on a particular vehicle um, that is of interest that much. Our speaker will pick a car and offer a fascinating peek in it, into its history as if the car could talk. It, it's a, a great program yeah, that, um, sounds that cool. allows us to dive yes. a little bit deeper into yeah. um, particular cars in the museum's collection or those on display um, in an exhibit or just generally speaking. So it's it's a lot of fun and, and a program that um, it is really, really um, well loved. And then we have great youth and family programs. Each month we do a family theme day at the museum where families can come in together um, and design and build and tinker and kind of learn together as they're exploring the world of um, the automobile and its relationship to science, technology, engineering, art, and mathematics. So. Um, that's a, a great program that's uh, a lot of fun for um, a family to come in and participate in together. They can make everything from a balloon-powered car to a, 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 um, 
a solar-powered car and everything in between. It, it's a great deal of fun. Um, we offer summer camps in the, in the summertime, um, scout programs, um, really a, a broad range of programming. And then, as I mentioned, we also um, offer great um, school programming with um, curriculum-based tours available for, um, for students. And, um, and their classrooms. So uh, there's a broad range of educational opportunities um, going on all the time at the museum. That's a great idea. I really like the, 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 the lunch idea with the picking a particular automobile. That's, that's, that's really a, a, a cool idea. I might, might pass that one on to some of the other people I know. Uh, I, I, I'm very impressed with what, what you guys are doing for uh, uh, trying to, to grow the hobby, if you will. Do you do school tours? Like, let's say you get a, a, a classroom and, and they get on the school bus and drive over? Absolutely. Field trips are a huge, um, a huge part of what happens daily at the museum. So um, you'll you'll always kind of hear the buzz of students in the museum visiting um, with their school groups or after school groups or even in the summer. Um, summer groups come in from um, the Boys and Girls Club, among other organizations. So it, it's a great opportunity for students to come in and, and oftentimes see for the first time um, a collector vehicle. So um, we definitely think that the educational opportunities that are offered through the museum are very important um, in terms of continuing to engage youth um, in both the hobby and the collector car industry moving forward. Is there any uh, possibility that there's a car there that they can actually sit in? There is. So we have an interactive space at the museum that we call the Family Zone. It is a uh, hands-on interactive space that they can, we say that kids of all ages can enjoy hands-on learning um, in this space, and we have two vehicles there. Um, one is a 1998 Ford Mustang that was converted um, to a road trip challenge, which teaches strategies for wise energy use. It's a, a, a really fun um, uh, computer-based game that... Um, Kids of all ages enjoy the touch screen um, for that. And then we also have a vintage vehicle that they are able to, to get in and act as if they are, are driving. So it's a, it's a lot of fun. Um, and then while they're in that space, they can um, build a Pinewood Derby car and race it on the Pinewood Derby track. <laughs> cool. Yeah, you yeah. should do that. <laughs> yeah. Go out, go out and do it's that. A, it's a lot of fun. And like I said earlier, kids of all ages enjoy our family thing. Oh, that's, that's, yeah, a, that's I, neat. Yeah, it's a very impressive program. Uh, you mentioned this trust several times. Uh, I was spent two two terms on the Anti-Automobile Club National Board of Directors. Now I'm on Horseless Carriage National Board of Directors. Uh, what are the other things involved in the trust, the other organizations that are in the, in the trust? Thank you for asking. At, at this point, there are four entities currently aligned with the trust. One is LeMay America's Car Museum. Um, one of the others is the RPM Foundation. And we have Club Auto and the Concord Club, all of which are, are entities providing 
um, a, a unique, in their own unique way, um, furthering the, the mission of the trust to secure America's automotive heritage. So, um, one that I, I believe will kind of resonate with you all, given your interest in terms of preserving the hobby, is the RPM Foundation and its um, commitment to providing um, resources and, and granting internships, apprenticeships sure. um, to the next generation of automotive restoration and preservation craftsmen. Um, and they do that through formal training and mentorship. Yeah, I've I've heard of I've heard of, of this one. Uh, is there any connection with you guys to the national uh, large car clubs such as Antique Automobile Club of America? Do you guys ever do any joint stuff with them? Yes, there are. Um, we've partnered on, with several clubs on various events and activities or programming um, specific to what we're doing um, in in one avenue or another. Um, the RPM Foundation is, is very active across the country with multiple clubs, um, multiple concours, and options, providing um, students the opportunity to see all aspects of the, the collector car hobby as well as the, the collector car industry. Yeah, I, I, I've seen them at some... I, I, I've run across some of these guys at, at a couple of the national events. Um but I, I think that there, there's. Uh, I, I really am impressed with what you, what you you guys are doing with this, and I, I would like to 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 see if we can't get get some more national exposure and stuff for you guys, like through the AACA, through the Horses Carriage Club, and 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 stuff like that. I think that would benefit not only you but benefit the hobby in general, and give some of the other museums that we've talked to. You guys have some fabulous ideas and fabulous programs. I'd, I'd like to see this expanded, some of these things yeah. nationwide. That brown bag lunch thing is just, I think that's a drop-dead wonderful idea. Yeah. Um, Absolutely. That is what America's Automotive Trust is all about, bringing together like-minded organizations. And um, we know that each entity has, like I mentioned earlier, a unique role to play. And so allowing each organization to really tap into its niche um, and know that we're all working together and collectively for this, this common goal. It's just very exciting. Yeah, it can be. It sure can be. Like the Gilmore Museum and, and some of these other big ones like that, too. That's cool stuff. Do you do anything <laughs> with alternate methods of power like do you have any steam car displays or electric car displays because steam cars were in the early 1900s as were electric cars yes we do um, we ha currently have an exhibition on um, display um, currently that is um, titled alternative propulsion um, and we are in the process of revamping that exhibit to powering the future and looking exactly at what you were just talking about alternative forms of energy. Um, so we do have some steam-powered vehicles on display, electric and hybrid vehicles, um, and it's starting to, as I mentioned, this exhibit is going to grow and tell an even broader story um, of alternative forms of energy as we begin to move forward. Yeah, so that's, I, I, the I, name will be Powering the Future. Yeah, because like the Baker Electrics were in the early 1900s, yeah. and people the, don't realize The ladies' that. cars. Yeah, 
Yeah. And we do have a, a Baker Electric on display currently in the alternative propulsion exhibit. You know what I keep thinking? What? Well, Art Arfons, you remember he had a jet-powered dragster? Yeah, tied between two oak trees that broke loose. Yeah. <laughs> there was when he hit the afterburner. <laughs> Actually, there was a, a gentleman that drag-raced a an actual jet engine car. And, and when I think of alternate transportation, that's one of the things. And, of course, Chrysler did those turbine cars in the in the yes. in the 50s. Yeah. So. You you want to hear a funny electric car story? We were on a national electric car tour and there was about 50 of them. And these are cars from the teens. And they had to charge your batteries and as you know, they have a million batteries in them and they all have these charging rigs with a lot of battery chargers. They all hooked them up, plugged them in and browned out the hotel. But <laughs> 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 they told them they couldn't do it that way anymore. <laughs> With that little bit of humor, we're going to have to take a break. Ashley, uh, stand by. We'll be back with Ashley Bice right after this. Whether cruising the strip in a 57 Chevy or taking the family on a vacation in a 71 Oldsmobile Vista Cruiser, you need to tune in to Classic Cars with Steve Ronaldo and Jim Weber every Saturday from 8 to 9 a.m. on AmericasWebRadio.com. Your auto love and investment demands the best, and for 45 years, Passport Transport has been meeting those demands. From manufacturers to the one-car collectors and all other facets of the auto industry and antique auto hobby. The first and the finest with unequaled service and peace of mind. Passport Transport, your auto transportation company. Contact PassportTransport.com with your need today. Passport Transport. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. You're listening to America's Web Radio on the AmericasBroadcastNetwork.com. Thank you for listening. And we do thank you for listening. I want to thank our uh, sponsors as well, uh, J.C. Taylor Insurance and also uh, Passport Transport, which is uh, fantastic, the first to have covered transport. And uh, they have been great and uh, great to us, and we do appreciate uh, both of them. Mm-hmm. We also want to uh, mention the fact that coming up, speaking of J.C. Taylor Insurance, we've got Mr. Bob Wallace going to be on uh, in a week or so, and also Steve Moskowitz. Uh, everybody knows from AACA, he's going to he's scheduled to be on the Classic Car Show, and I think uh, it's important to keep getting an update of where the. Is it, do we want to call it hobby, industry, business? It's everything. It's everything. Uh, but we got to keep it going. And the important thing is to uh, get young people involved in it. And Steve's going to be talking about Steve Moskowitz. But I'm sure he'll be talking to Steve Ronaldo about it as well. Uh, he'll be coming on in a couple of weeks. So we've got some great guests lined up. And we want to thank our guests today, Ashley Bice. And uh, we've been talking about the America's Museum out in Tacoma, Washington. Yes, which is, actually, you're very enlightening. And, in fact, uh, you're kind of getting, Steve, some ideas to talk with the other clubs about. So 
Let's talk about a couple more things that are going on. Um, rotating exhibits. What? How many of those a year do you do? So we have 12 rotating exhibits on display. Uh, and as I mentioned early on in, in our conversation, um, we just opened our exotic but ACM deductive supercar exhibit. Right. So in our main showcase gallery, those exhibits change roughly every six months. And then in our other exhibits, you will see changes in vehicles coming in and out at any given time. Currently in our Route 66 exhibit for the summer driving season, we have a display of 1950s and 60s convertibles, which is a great deal of fun and a, a different um, twist on you know what you might see in a, a Route 66 exhibit. In that um, display last year, um, we had hot rods, and, and the year before, we had station wagons. So every time someone oh, cool. visits the museum, yeah. they're going to see something new. We have things coming in and out all the time. It's happening almost every day. Were Todd and Buzz there for the the, the Route 66 ex- exhibit? Oh, the Corvette? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> she doesn't know. <laughs> She's too young. She's too young to know Todd and Buzz, huh? <laughs> Do you, did you ever hear the car show Route 66? I did. Okay. All right. <laughs> Steve will come in with a zinger every once in a while just to make sure we're alert. <laughs> I think he's making sure we haven't fallen back to sleep. Oh, huh? yeah. <laughs> no, but he's he, he's good at that. Um, I, I just I'm I'm got to ask about the exotic cars. How many of them are are vintage Ferraris from the Seattle area? Microsoft people seem to collect a lot of vintage Ferraris and Alfa Romeos. Do you use any of their cars? We do. So um, I think this is an exciting part of the museum. When we're putting together a new exhibit, we will put together a call for cars. Um, And we put it out through our network, through um, clubs um, of a particular mark, if that's what we're working on um, for an exhibit. And we will invite um, collectors to submit their vehicles for um, consideration to see if it's a part of the narrative in terms of the story we're trying to tell for that particular exhibit. And so, yes, to answer your question for um, the exotic exhibit, we've certainly had several collectors from the Seattle area um, offer their vehicle for um, display in the exhibit. And what's great as about our exhibit is they um, rotate through the life cycle of the exhibit. So. Um, we will start with one set of vehicles and we'll rotate vehicles in and out over the course of the display. So it provides visitors something fresh to see, and it also allows us to, to feature um, even more vehicles from, um, from, from collectors, which is very exciting. Ashley, tell us m- about some of your other activities that you do. I know I w- want to talk about the, the uh, I believe it's a drive home, but... Some of the other things that you do I, I find very fascinating. Absolutely. So as I mentioned, there's, there's something for everyone um, when you visit America's Car Museum. So in the summer months in particular, there are so many things going on. So um, we have everything from the family theme days and the Cars to Talk program that I talked about. In the summer months, we have a, a really fun program called Take a Spin. Um, where we allow visitors to the museum to ride in vehicles from the collection. 
Um, so they get to experience history in motion. And we have um, a selection of vehicles that come out, everything from antiques and pre-war classics to the fabulous 50s. And we've even had a fire truck um, make a special appearance. So that is an event that is so much fun. There's no additional cost to a visitor. It's included with their admission to the museum. Um, we have take-a-spin days throughout our um, summer months, and it's just a great opportunity to kind of take a visitor's experience to the museum to the next level. Not only are they getting to learn about and see these fascinating vehicles, they actually get to, to take a ride um, with a, a museum volunteer who is so knowledgeable about the vehicles. So that's one of our um, most fun programs, I think. And we also do drive-in movies at the museum. So we have a three-and-a-half-acre field um, adjacent to the museum, our Hobb Family Field, where we show drive-in movies over the course of the summer. And that wow. brings together... Um, do, you, do you sell popcorn? <laughs> we do, and that's one of our club partnerships. We have a, a local club that we partner with that come in, and they do picnic concessions and we have families that come and enjoy. Folks come out in their collector vehicles and in their modern vehicles. They park on the field. They, you know, pull out cool. their lawn chair or their blanket, <laughs> and it's truly a, a fun family atmosphere. And we don't show the movies until dusk, which is around 9 p.m., but we open the field at 4.30. And I tell you, it, it starts to fill up really quickly. It's become a very popular That's activity. That's a great idea. This yeah. last week we had one, and we had about 700 people come out to, to watch the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Oh, wow. You're, you're probably too young to remember this, but every time I think about drive-in movies, it's... I don't want to hear about it. No, no, I know you're too young, but uh, <laughs> no, I, I think of the speakers that we used to hang yeah, on our the, windows. And yeah. you drove yeah, by you even, Yeah, do you even know what I'm talking about, Ashley? I do know what you're talking about. Um, we have a great partnership where you can tune in through your radio now, but it's a, a high tech. <laughs> uh, yes, indeed. We have a 40 foot outdoor screen um, that we put up on the, the Hobb family field, and we show a variety of films over the course of the summer. Our next one is coming up on July 22nd and we'll be showing the original Ghostbusters. Oh, wow. Uh, tell me when Godzilla versus Kong is going to be there. I'll drive out and, and, and as long as, you know, the real one from 1950-whatever. Yeah. Oh. I will let you know. Yeah. It's such a, a, fun, um, a fun program we've done for several summers now. Um, we showed a couple of summers ago Back to the Future, so we got the DeLoreans out of the museum that we have and put them out on the field and let people cool. you know, get up close and take pictures and get inside the vehicles. We showed the, the Flintstones a couple summers ago, and we got our Flintmobile out and <laughs> just drives around the field. So it's just so much fun, and it's, uh, I think that what one of my favorite things about this is it brings together... Um, many generations. This is something that you can come with grandparents, parents, and kids alike, and everyone's going to have you know, a good time. And that's, that's true of the museum itself. There's very few activities today that you can go and enjoy together as a family. You know, what I'm hearing from you, and, and obviously is true of the museum, is that you all care. You all care about the public. You all care about them 
finding out about the museum. You all care about them finding out about classic cars. You're not just the building with a bunch of old cars in it that says, you know, if you got the time, come by and see us. You're Doing proactive. Proactive. Yeah, proactive, very proactive. I love it. I love it. This, I is, this is great. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and it's a, a great it's a great museum, um, not just for enthusiasts and collectors. That's what I think is so interesting about the way that our exhibits are put together. Is it? It's a fascinating snapshot um, back in time of what was happening in history and in our culture at that time, and it tells you know a broader story. So you know, uh, a, a non-car guy could come to the museum and really enjoy the experience of kind of seeing that snapshot in history of what was taking place and how that came through automobiles. It, it, really is a, a, a fascinating journey. You almost have fun board meetings. <laughs> we do. I tell you, this is the, the most fun job that I've ever gotten the opportunity to have. It, there is just, there's no time you make a turn around the museum that you don't smile. You'll see a, a vehicle that will catch your eye that's just beautiful and makes you smile or one that evokes a memory from your past or a great childhood memory. Uh, there's just there's just something about it. It's just a, a great place to be, and it, you, you can't help but be happy when you're like there. I, I believe you. Like I believe nash. you, and I discussed the fact too <laughs> that uh, we're going to set up a time that uh, that your uh, CEO or your chairman of the board or whoever you, you mentioned the other day that we're going to set up a time for uh, for him to come on and be on our show. Is that correct? Yes, absolutely. Our CEO David Madeira. I I would love for him to come on and be able to tell your listeners a bit more about America's Automotive Trust and the things that are going on um, with the trust and the museum. He's been involved with the museum from the very beginning, so he um, is very passionate about um, all that we're doing, and I know that your listeners would would love to hear from him, as well as um, the president of the RPM Foundation, Diane Fitzgerald. She can come up, she could I would love to come on and talk with you guys about the the programs and the great initiatives of the RPM Foundation. Super. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's, I'm I'm very impressed. Yeah. Uh, I like Dave's comment where you you are very proactive and I think this is what the hobby needs because when you think of museums, you think of a building with just rows of cars and you walk around and read the little signs and they try to sell you a t-shirt. Yeah, and don't touch the cars. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, try it, and I, your attitude is great. It makes it sound like the the uh, uh, state of the automobile hobby in uh, uh, where you are in the Northwest is in very good shape yeah. compared to a lot yes. of places. Yes, Ashley, how many docents do you have? We have over two hundred museum volunteers wow. that volunteer in the museum in multiple multiple capacities. Docents being one of them. We offer um, complimentary daily docent tours for visitors when they're in the museum. But in addition to that, we have volunteers that serve um, throughout the museum. There, you'll see them scattered about. They'll have on a, a red America's Car Museum shirt, and they are just a wealth of knowledge. These are folks that absolutely love cars and want to share their passion and so as you walk through the museum you'll see them engaged with visitors and they're sharing stories and giving the kind of the background information that they know on vehicles and it's just so 
it's so exciting to see them sharing their knowledge and that's another way in which they pass it down to the next generation i know i can tell you firsthand i've learned so many things just by meeting with our 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 docents and visiting with them and just walking through the museum and letting them tell me um everything that they know on that note we're going to have to take our final break we'll be back with ashley on the classic car show right after this my name is kyle hayes a motorsports student at alfred state college every year alfred state students compete in the great race which is a cross-country time endurance rally for vintage vehicles as you can imagine it's pretty costly i'm asking for your help your donation can make it possible for these students to live their passion and promote the vintage automobile industry please visit our site at give.alfredstate.edu and search Great Race to learn more and help us reach our goal. Thank you. Hi, this is Steve Ronaldo, host of the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Uh, just talking to you about antique car insurance. I think that uh, if you're looking for the best coverage for your classic car, consider J.C. Taylor Insurance. They've been our my insurer for years in this hobby and have the top rating of every, all of the insurance companies in the hobby. When you get ready for insurance, call J.C. Taylor or visit jctaylor.com on the Internet. 45 years of experience is behind the most trusted name in auto transportation. Passport Transport, the first and finest today. That's why Passport Transport is the preferred auto transport for major auto manufacturers, concours, museums, tours, and collectors and should be your choice from across the state to across the country. When you have the need, go to PassportTransport.com and enjoy the peace of mind referenced experience will give you. Passport Transport. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening. And welcome back to the Classic Car Show on America's Web Radio. Excuse, you know, this is our 12th year of doing this, Steve. I know, Steve. Yeah, we we had to dig Steve up, up at the, <laughs> by, you know, to get him to come on. We had to dig it. Uh, the excavation was something, and then we brought on Jim because we needed a glow in the oh studio. My. No, that's just my my bald head. Your bald head. Yeah. Right. We got the glow, and uh, we're we're delighted to have Ashley Bice on today, talking about the LeMay Museum, America's Museum, and I. I I'm blown away yeah. with what you uh, yeah, all Yeah, I'm very impressed. This yeah. is this, this is, is by amazing. far the most, uh, to really? me, the most interesting museum we've talked to, yeah. bar none. Yeah, it's, it's wait, wait until Fred Simeon hears yeah, that. Yeah, but it's like Fred's on a bigger <laughs> scale, yeah, though. But, but Fred yeah. does this too. But he's got a smaller collection. I mean, there's 300. And the cars. activities that they offer. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. what's amazing to me. Yeah. Well, the, Ashley, let's say yeah. that uh, Steve and I. I'll just throw something out. We're on the National Street Rod Association Hot Rod Tour, and we decide that we want to visit America's Car Museum, and there's like 50 hot rods that show up. How can you handle us? We we love when we have group tours come to the museum, and when we have clubs come and visit, we're able to offer premier club parking on the Anderson Plaza, which is in front of the museum right at the entrance. So, um, you have great um, photos right in front of the museum. All of the visitors that are coming to the museum that day um, essentially get to see a, a car show with your club's cars on display. We offer 
uh, a discounted pricing, admission pricing for groups of 10 or more. So it's a great opportunity um, as clubs are out and doing drives over the summer or um, hosting club meets. We also are uh, an event venue, so we can we can host events. We can do huge club car shows on our three-and-a-half-acre Hobb family field. So we welcome um, clubs to visit with open arms. And that happens a lot? It does. Um, if you look on the, the museum calendar on, on our website at americascarmuseum.org, you'll see that there are quite a few club car shows taking place over the course of the summer at the museum. And it's a, a great partnership for us to have with these clubs to invite them to the museum. And uh, it also allows our visitors an opportunity to, like I said, come and see a, a, a great show in addition to visiting the museum. It's a, a wonderful partnership. Now, do you have restaurant facilities there, too? We do. We have Classics by Pacific Grill on site at the museum. So um, that is a great place to grab a, a bite for lunch or a coffee or just a, a quick snack. If a ice cream is, is your um, afternoon pick-me-up, we have great um, ice creams and, and, and fun treats as well. All right, now, can you take the food into the museum then? No. You can't, but what's okay. wonderful about the cafe is it is positioned at our mezzanine level, so it looks out over um, the museum, wonderful. so you can take in our main showcase gallery, which has also a view of downtown Tacoma and the waterfront, oh. as well as um, several other exhibits in the space. So you will not be disappointed by the view in the cafe. I, I was just saying, that. after the kids have gotten their ice cream, you ought to put them through a car wash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Before they go back in that, the museum. That is the scariest thing in a car dealership when a family comes in to buy a car and the little kids carry an ice cream. <laughs> you just can't wait to get what the What if they bring done. you one? I'd eat it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I know that you... What's the oldest, uh, excluding the Flintstone car, what, <laughs> what's the oldest car that you, you you have in your collection? In the collection. Gosh, you're testing me. You know, I don't know if I know offhand. I can tell you that in, because things rotate so frequently, I don't know at this exact moment what it is, but we do have over 100 years of automotive history in the museum. Uh, so... Today, I can't tell you what the oldest vehicle is in the collection, um, but I know that um, there is, that we go, like I said, a, o over 100 years. Okay, so you have brassier cars. You do have some brassier cars. Absolutely, we do. Yes. Ashley, I, I don't want to put you on the spot, but if we can, uh, how about a shout-out to your curator and who takes care of all of the getting in and out the cars and stuff? Yes, her name is Renee Chris. She is our collections manager, and her and um, her team, as well as a team of collection volunteers, do a terrific job maintaining the collection um, and keeping our cars um, on the road. We have a group of touring cars that they um, work on for us in our Napa Auto Care Center, and um, they are preparing our vehicles as we speak for the drive home, which will take place in January of um, 2018. And tell us about it. Sure. So the drive home is a partnership with America's Automotive Trust and the North American International Auto Show. Um, 
The idea of the drive came from um, David Madeira, the CEO of America's Automotive Trust, and Rod Albert, the executive director of the North American International Auto. So they were together in Detroit, and they were sitting down and said, what can we do you know, to celebrate um, our automotive heritage and where we're moving in the future? And from that, the idea of the drive home was born. Um, the, our first year to do the drive was two years ago, and we left from Tacoma, um, from the museum, and we crossed the Rocky Mountains in um, late December and early January as we made our way to Detroit for the auto show, which um, we, ha- we ran into some winter weather. As I, I started to say, haven't you heard <laughs> that there are better times to cross the Rockies <laughs> than, than there, are, there are There are better weather times, but no better time than, than then um, to get us to the North American International Auto Show. So that was a, a great adventure. And last year for the Drive Home 2, we left from Boston um, and drove throughout the, the Northeast and kind of made our way over um, through Washington, D.C., and up um, into into Michigan and over into Detroit. So that was a, a great trip. Sounds um, like a masochist year. museum, doesn't it, going <laughs> in the middle of the way? <laughs> now, how many people and cars are on this event? So for the past two years, we've had three vehicles from the museum's collection do, um, do the drive. Um, and we've also had an advanced vehicle that um, has been provided by Hazardy, and then we have a chase vehicle that is um, staffed by our collections technician, and it serves kind of as our, our, our roadside assistance, if you will, which we did need last year. We ran into some mechanical issues along the way, but we were thankful that we had um, our collection technician <laughs> with us and the support of um, Hazardy to to give us a little boost when we needed it, and we were able to all three make all three vehicles um, to Detroit for the auto show. Um, so we have we've had over the, the past two years a um, '57 Chevy, um, a '61 Chrysler 300D, and a '66 Mustang to the drive. This year we're expanding and we're kind of changing things up on the third year and we're very excited we're going to be kicking off in miami this year so a little bit of a a warmer route um starting in early january and we're going to make our way um north to orlando and over to tallahassee up to birmingham over to greenville south carolina then to charlotte over to nashville bowling green kentucky to Cincinnati, to Troy, Michigan, and over to Detroit. So this will give folks in um, the southeast an opportunity to get out. And that's what's been so exciting um, over the drive, for the drive over the past two years is collectors and clubs get out and they join us for a leg of the trip. What, what other large city are you all trying to figure out a way to uh, come through on a Saturday morning, say around 8 a.m. in the morning? We're trying to find our way through Atlanta, so we will <laughs> hopefully be able to work that out. That'd be cool. Um, but yeah. This year we wow. just announced just this week an exciting partnership where um, the Concord of America and Kettering University will be um, participating in the drive with us this year. Um, they have a Cadillac that will be doing the drive. Um, so we're very excited, excited about um, that addition um, to the drive, and you'll hear over the course of the next few months, several other organizations that will be 
um, having a vehicle in the drive this year. So we are thrilled about the growth of this opportunity because there's no better way to keep the um, the collector hobby alive and the industry alive than seeing these vehicles out on the road. Um, you mentioned earlier that America's Car Museum isn't just a static place where you, you know vehicles are on display in the museum. We want to keep cars on the road as they were intended and we want them to be driven and we want people to be excited when they see us on the road. And I've done the drive the past two years and I can tell you when they see our caravan coming down the road, they honk and wave or if we stop to get gas, there's there's no such thing as a quick stop because everyone wants to learn about the cars and hear about the drive. It's, it's so exciting. Cool. Oh, that's great. Yeah. If you had one major thing to tell us before we close the show, what would it be? We have something for everyone, and we hope that um, your listeners will visit americascarmuseum.org. If they're planning a visit to the Pacific Northwest, to plan a time to visit the museum. Um, if they're not and they're in uh, on our route on the drive home, to get out in their collector car and join us. Um, if they're not able to do that, get out and enjoy your collector car. Go to a car show. Visit a car museum. Um, we can all do our part um, to keep this, this great hobby alive. Oh, that's great. Do you, I'm just curious. I want to get back to your drive home right quick. And coming through Atlanta. I'm, anyway, can um, people that want to join, do they need to register with you or let you know that they'd like to join up for a leg or whatever? They are welcome to join us along the way. They don't have to register. Um, if um, we're coming to a city near you, you can reach us on the museum's website. You can call or email and let us know that you're planning to join us for a leg, and we'll share our itinerary with you. As we build out the itinerary for the drive, it'll be available on the website. So even if you don't have a collector vehicle, come out to one of our enthusiast gatherings meet the crew, see the cars. It's just a lot of fun. That's great. Ashley Bice, you have been a delight and certainly informative, and I'm just, I'm in awe of the museum and what you you. all are doing. So thank you very much. I can't thank you all enough for having me on. We certainly appreciate all that you all do. And uh, you're going to give me a call or hang on after this, and let's talk about uh, your... uh, CEO coming on in the very near future. You're listening to America's Web Radio, and we want to thank Ashley one more time, and stay tuned for more on America's Web Radio. You're listening to AmericasWebRadio.com, the pioneer and leader in chat radio. Thank you for listening.